0: Hello, and welcome to A Chance to Cherish. Okay, this podcast, 15 minute or so episodes, and it's all about helping you cherish your child and yourself throughout your parenting journey. Okay, so we share self-care tips, inspiration, and empowering mindset strategies for mums who wanna feel more peace, gratefulness, and less stress in parenting. Okay, so I'm Miranda Hodge, I'm your hostess, um, I'm from the Cherish Mum Space Coaching, I am a teacher and I'm a life coach for parents and I also help parents with behavioural strategies around small kids and their emotions. Okay, on this podcast I talk to a range of professionals, mum businesses and parents from all over the place who share relatable stories and help us with more strategies in our mum life. Alright, so thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to A Chance to Cherish, get ready for your next 15 minutes minute episode right now. Hi everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast. Today we're going to be talking about delegation and the next generation. Okay, so this topic we're going to be talking about some different ways that you can help your children and those around you be able to make your life a little bit easier. Now, if you're a person who thinks, oh yes, that is exactly what I need help doing, then look no further because I'm going to be sharing some tips from a teacher. That's me. And a coach to be able to help you move past your own perfectionism and be able to really, really help your kids to help you in the house. Okay, so again, if this is something that's going to um, trigger you or make you really, really upset, can you please make sure that you listen to this carefully? Journal if you need to and grab a cup of tea, take a deep breath. And if you need to stop it, feel free to stop it. Okay, so delegation and the next generation. The first thing that I need to pop in here is that something that we seem to be doing all the time now, and it's really, really big, it's trending everywhere, is talking about mum burnout. So mum burnout is basically when you get to the end of your tether and you're so run down and you're really, really struggling to do the daily tasks of life because you have basically worn yourself out, burned yourself out like a candle, right? So and it can take a while to come back from that sort of stuff. And it's something that we really, really need to be aware of. So this is where the, um, again, the trend for self-care has come in. Some of the problems with self-care, we're not going to go right into it, but some of the problems are that it can create another expectation that you can have on yourself as a parent. And it can also mean that it can take, you know, some people can take it to um, the extreme and then do more self-care than they need to do, if that's even a thing, but it can take them away from their families when they really want to be at home with their families Okay, so um, you have to be careful how you do self-care and how you what make sure that you're doing exactly what um, refreshes you and makes you feel good. So anyway, this is all about delegation in the next generation. So um, okay, we've got a need for perfection. People, mums that I talk to often have a need for perfection in their houses. Now, I'm not just talking housework, but this is sort of what we're focusing on today. Do you need to have everything exactly as you want it in your house? Now, Something that I do with my kids and something that I did as a child myself and something my mum was very, very good at is delegation. Now, obviously, you have to be aware of the age of the child. You have to be aware of, you know, what they can do, their developmental level, all those sorts of things. And this can go for partners as, as well. If you're a man listening to this, this can go for wives, this can go for any different people in your house. Okay, so when we are doing everything by ourselves we can experience burnout. We are then the people that everything hinges upon when we get the flu and in the last couple of years when we get COVID or something like that goes down, it means that the whole house can fall apart and the pressure, we feel the pressure even more to try and get things back rolling again. So what's my solution to this? My solution to this is delegation. Okay, so do you, what, do you, what does delegation even mean? Delegation means basically passing out some activities, some things that other people can do that can take the um, pressure off you. Okay, so in my house, here's what we do. When, when my um, children are about three or four, maybe even a bit earlier, but three or four, they start sort of helping around the house. And I'm not talking about doing massive chores, guys. I'm talking about helping me with things like putting the cushions back on the couch, putting the shoe, their shoes away in their shoe box, all those sorts of things can be called delegation if you want to call them that. But I'm going to share a couple of different ways today, not a couple of different ways, an actual sequence to follow, I should say, to help you try and move past the controlling um, atmosphere over the house and actually deal with teaching your children how to do some chores. Now, again, if this is something you're not interested in, fair enough, but here we go. So the first thing that you want to do, If you've got small kids, and I'm talking mm, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, definitely four-year-olds and up, okay, find some small tasks to do that you can look past the ability levels. So basically go, I don't mind if it's not done perfectly, all right, this is really huge. So find something that you can look past the ability level that are safe. It's a safe activity, obviously, an engaging activity, okay, we talk about engaging or being engaged a lot at school in school settings okay engaging basically means you're really really involved in it your child is interested in it basically and that you can supervise from a little bit further away okay so basically the idea is that we are not helicopter parenting our child doing these tasks okay obviously you need to be giving them adequate supervision all that sort of stuff yes that's why it's a safe task you know you're not going to leave them with something really dangerous obviously just put that little um, thing in there so some of the things that we do in our house towards this around this with my um, little kids are um, wiping down the glass door so I've got you know um, tox spray and all that sort of thing tox spray and a um, and a, a cloth and my kids wipe down the glass door so that's one of their first jobs that they do when they're really small Okay, another one might be like wiping the front of the kitchen cupboards. I mean, you can use it with water and a cloth. And if you are one of those mums, then you might know how great it is having a spray bottle and a cloth for your little kids because they can be entertained literally for hours with this activity. Okay, another one for a little bit older child might be cleaning the bathroom floor if you don't want them actually cleaning baths or basins. Basins, are they're the next step up again in my family because a child can clean a basin And they can clean it a bit at the front, and as they learn, they can clean towards the back too. The second thing to do is to make sure that you give your child a way to do these tasks. So, basically, give them what they need to do the task that might be the cloth and the spray and whatever and ask them to do it and give them plenty of time to really have a go at it. Okay, so this is something that you don't want to be going, all right, you need to do this in the next five minutes because we've got to go somewhere. That's not really ideal. You need to give them something that is interesting. Something that they can are happy to have a go at and that's why it's great to start when they're about age four because they're still interested in spraying sprays everywhere and all that sort of stuff okay and let them have a really good go at it okay you might also have try you might try this and then go my child's really not in the mood for this all right we'll try that another day you have to be a bit flexible with your kids you can't just expect them always to be on the same mental you know. Headspace is you at that time, okay, so give your child a way to do the tasks and ask them to do it and give them plenty of time to really have a go at it. Okay, remembering a child's child's, um, ability to focus is nowhere near as um, long as an adult's. Okay, so giving them time to have a go at it might mean five or six minutes. It might mean 10 minutes as they get older. Okay, it might mean 15 minutes if you've got, you know, a child who's seven or eight or nine okay they can start to focus a little bit more often every child is not the same okay so give them plenty of time to have a go next last one this is very 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 important okay so take off our this is what I have to remember take off my judgmental hat and do the classic feedback sandwich now if you haven't heard of a feedback sandwich it basically is the two the bits of bread are good things and the bit of meat in the middle is something that they can improve on okay it is not a bad thing it is something they can improve on okay the coach in me there goes we don't want to be telling our kids about bad things you did this badly no you could do this better okay we're focusing on the positive here because that helps our children focus on the positive okay so we take off our child's clean the basin or they've wiped down the the um, door and they've done a really semi-epic job of it (laughs) because they're not going to do an amazing job the first couple of times anyway or probably for a while. So do the feedback sandwich. Wow you've done something you've cleaned this part of the door really really beautifully. Okay second thing something I can improve on this bit might need a little bit extra help. Can I help you out with that? Okay something small you're not giving them a big long list of things that are not great. Okay, so something they did well, then it's something they can improve on. And for me, what I quite often do next is do an overall. So the third bit of bread is often an overall. I really like how you are becoming a big kid. I really like how you're learning to do this. I really love how helpful you are being. Those sorts of comments. Okay, you don't want to only focus on them because your child shouldn't only be trying to be helpful, but it is really, really helpful if they can do this. Okay, now something that we need to remember is that this is a work in progress, much like our child. This is a work in progress. This is not something that you're going to be able to do or your child's going to be able to do for you by themselves for a couple of years, okay, or for a while. If it's an older child, maybe a couple of weeks, that's great. But what we need to do is just remember that our child is learning. Remember that they're going to take little bits of feedback away from what we're saying. Remember that showing them how to do it is a really great first thing to do. Okay, so if you at the start when it says find some small tasks to that you can look past the ability levels Safe engaging tasks and you can supervise them from a little further away That space is where you go. You know what? Maybe the first time I need to show my child Okay, so those tasks make sure you show them first Okay, you might do some of the door yourself and then just go here. You go have a go at this side of the door Okay, so first find those tasks Second, give your child a way to do them. So actually, give them the stuff and ask them to do it with plenty of time. Next, last, finally, make sure you do the classic feedback sandwich because that is proven to be the most effective way to learn. Because you're you are basically affirming people. You're affirming your child and saying, "I appreciate what you've done. Here's a little way to improve." And if you're if you're listening to this, then you will know how important it is for you to be told stuff that you need to hear in an affirming way. If a boss comes to you and says, you've done a terrible job on that. You don't feel that great. You think you're trying to sort of build yourself back up again after that moment. So, but if they come to you and say, I really love how you work with numbers, but I really, I need you to change around the numbers on this Excel document because they're not quite right. Thanks for doing such a great job. If they say it like that, you can go, you know what? I'm really happy with that. I'm happy with how they are obviously happy with it themselves and I can keep moving on with that. All right. So don't forget the feedback sandwich. I hope you guys enjoy having a go at some delegation with your kids. If this is something that you struggle with, if you are struggle with perfectionism, if you are trying to work out why you want things to be so perfect all the time in your life, okay, especially in your household, then don't forget to contact me. It's uh, the cherished community at gmail.com. Okay, I run the cherished mum space coaching. And other than that, I hope you guys get to do some delegation and work on that mum burnout today. <laughs> See you later.